again. Thank yourself. On his way to the microphone from Hammond, Indiana, weighing in at 205 pounds, the one, the only, Isaiah Jackson Hello all and welcome to the Heel Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. Devin Lee Crimes belongs you. Devin, how you doing today? Uh, we hanging in there. We hanging you in know, there. We're like on monkey bars. You know, we swinging out there in the park, but like we we good. Look, man. Look, can I complain to you? Can I? Can, you know what? I, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that I asked that. I'm just complaining to you anyway. Look, look. I gotta complain to you. I got to complain to you, man. I got to complain to everybody that's listening on Spotify, Wild 110. Hey, Wild 110. Everybody that's listening right now, we got a problem. For those that watched AEW this week, they were in Phoenix, Arizona. Devin, Devin's giving away my location. Devin, I am a resident of Phoenix, Arizona. I was Hammond, Indiana. I know I know. in the intro, y'all going to be like, oh, you're a liar. You're a liar. That's not what Kylan said. You know, Kylan be making up stuff. But <laughs> let's blame, let's blame Kylan. But no, uh, look, they were in Phoenix, Arizona. I had a whole week plan. Not only was they in Phoenix, Arizona, I'm at work. I'm slaving at work, sweating bullets, making sure we go to break on time. And you know what the crazy part is? My phone, ding, I'm ding. I got a Facebook notification. It was something stupid, but I still open it up. Jamie Hayter is going to be at this meet and greet. I'm like, word, God, you playing a trick on me. How, how how close is this from my crib? 12 minutes away, God, you playing tricks, God. They're like, you playing tricks on me. Not only am I going to see, I'm going to meet Jamie Hayter. Yeah, Britt Baker was there too, but I'm going to meet Jamie Hayter. Not only am I going to meet Jamie Hayter, I'm going to go to AEW the next night. I'm going to watch MJF. I'm going to watch Daniel, Brian Danielson. You know, and then not only that, on Saturday, AWF. AWF had this huge February event featuring Chris Masters, the Brian Kendrick, Brittany Brooks, Paradox, the just Aiden Colt, people that were familiar with the program that were on here already. I'm like, word. This is wrestling heaven. Not only that, we on the road to WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. Look, bro, I was hyped. I'm my leg, it's, it's come Tuesday, bro. Tuesday, I'm finna meet Jamie Hayden. My leg shaking at the table. I run out. As soon as we get off air, I'm like, boss, man, I got to get up out of here. I got I to gotta get up out of here. My soulmate waiting on me. Oh, well, Izzy, well, if you got to leave, I don't even let me, I don't even want him to finish the sentence. I'm out of there, bro. I don't even lock the door. 
I think somebody broke in and stole a couple stuff. I could care less because I'm finna be Jamie Hater, bro. You know what's crazy? I went home. You know I'm lying. Devin, no, I'm not lying. I promise you. I went home. I took a shower. I work at a radio station. All I do is sit there, ladies and gentlemen. I took a shower when I went home. I pushed, I put my hair together. I combed my hair. I put my fresh Jordans on, my white and black Jordans. I put three times the amount of cologne that a human body should have. I get in my car, turn on the engine, back up, look back. Uh, I'm finna meet the love of my life. I pull up in the street, get to the stoplight. Bro, I'm ready. I found a love for me. I'm singing Ed Sheeran, bro, because that's what I'm about to sing to Jamie Hayter, bro, when I get to this spot. I'm getting to the, I'm, the, the light turned green, man. As soon as the light turned green, push the gas, my car, I'm back and forth, right and left. Um, what is going on, Lord? I look down, engine light blinking, blinking, blinking. Oh, come on, Lord. No, Lord, I'll push this car to Jamie Hayter if I got to, Lord. Oh, don't do this to me. I'm over here trying to see if I got some spidey senses. Trying to over here pointing at buildings. See if I can swing my way out of this situation. Bro, man, my car breaks down. I'm in the middle of the street. I The only way I could get is home. I don't meet Jamie Hayter. My car is still in the shop. Because my car is in the shop, I have to Uber to work. Since I have to Uber to work, the finances are all over the place. Devin, I missed meeting Jamie Hayter. I missed AEW. And I missed AWF special event yesterday. Sick. I'm sick, I tell you, man. I am sick. I was supposed to talk about my marriage coming up today, Devin. That's quick. You don't I mean understand. I ain't saying I'm not saying you 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 how can I say it? Look, I was you know. Bro, I promise you, I was finna go in there. I was literally finna go in there. I had four guys with me. I was like, if you could sign this real fast, and let me let me just back up real fast. We start dancing. I turn around. I I don't love her. I tried to tell myself. Come on, bro. I had it all together planned out, and now she doesn't know I exist. She doesn't, she doesn't, she has no idea. She's never seen a human like me ever in her life. Never. That's what she don't understand, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody, somebody okay. got that out somewhere. That's a, that's a, that's a that part was kind of funny. Yeah, that's a hate me um, now. Hate me, this is a song. But look, man. I'm hey, sick. it kind of works because it's, you know, Jamie Hater. Hate Jamie Hater, man. I miss, I miss seeing. My wife, man. I could have been married right now. I could have been like I literally could have been walking out there in AEW, you know, flipping Rick Ross's hat off his off his head, man. Don't you disrespect Jimmy Hater like that? Look, bro. We me and we could have had something special, bro. I had this planned out and my heart was broken. Can you understand my heartbreak today? I definitely understand. But um only way I can look at it, you know. Gotta take your lead. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't funny, man. You see, man. Well, I see. Look, I'm not. Look, how about this? How about this? 
Let me let me let me give you straight straight Devin Hill turn, you know, uh wisdom here. Uh it looked like you had all the cards on the table and you know everything was set to go, but uh the card disagreed, and I mean you tried to push and everything. You know, I heard you threw your back out trying to lift the car and everything, and they had to cart you to the hospital and your car in tow, no pun intended. And uh it <laughs> you know, um yeah, man, I mean. He ain't got nothing to say, man. You, you, do you hear the worst counselor in America trying to handle my situation, Lord? Do you hear the worst? I'm trying to be frank here. I mean, you get (laughs) sometimes you just sometimes you just high school. I hope every high school look at this. Don't hire Devin as a counselor. Don't hire Devin as a counselor. I'm gonna tell the students what it is. I I got an epic class. Hold your L's. You did it. The teacher ain't out to just scam somebody to get an F. You must have did it yourself or didn't do it. The wrestling gods scammed me. I mean, what what can you do? You can't go knock on their door and say, you know, what's going on with this? You know, this and that was supposed to happen. You're supposed to look at it. Roman's been champion for a thousand years. What have you done to pray to this wrestling god? What have you been saying? What have you been saying to this? You got to think. This has been going on since, what, 2015? I have the tweets. All right, I've been in the trenches, man. It's been tough. And I took my L's. You know, I would come to school, you know, I, yeah, you know, I'm big dog. I'm not the I'm not a bad guy. I'm the you know, with all that all that crap. And you know what? It took some while, but you know, real people persevere. And that's what you're gonna do. You ain't gonna let this hold you back. You know, no, Jamie hit she gonna come back around town. Why are you scared? Don't be afraid. Look. I I just this love of Jamie Hayter started last year of 2022. You just told me you've been waiting since 2015 for Roman to come up. Roman's came come up started in what 2020. I can you telling me I got four more years to wait for I've, Jamie I've, Hayter? Results may vary. I, I was trying to say that. Results the end may vary. You know. Well, you know what I hear? You know what that means? Hey, it happened to me, but you know, don't take my word no, for it. Well, see, no, what I'm trying to say is. I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm saying that the timing may be different. Just because I had to wait a good five years don't mean you got to wait five. You may have to just wait two. Well, I'm sick. Maybe even one. I shouldn't have to wait. My time was now. And she didn't see me. She definitely didn't see me because my car broke down. Look. It was nothing to see, man. Pretty, I'm pretty sure, you know, the, the venue that they were in would love to have them back again. And... She ain't gonna be champion. Yeah. This see that not see that's that doubt I'm talking about. See, back then I wasn't like, man, Roman not gonna be champion in five years. I believed it. You gotta believe it before you achieve it. See, man. See, he he trying to dis he trying to discredit the vision I'm trying to place. You know, that's like I crack open the book and you won't even let me get past the table of contents before you say this book is bad. See. Let's get through the appendix first or something. Man. You got to keep your head up like Tupac. See, th- this is exactly why you was going to be waiting outside of our wedding, man. I had another best <laughs> man pick for this, man. You got me. You got, man. I'm, I don't feel any better. But no, look, enough of me pouting. Enough of me complaining. Let's just get right into the show. We're going to start. Wrestling, guys. They heard what you said about Lil Morgan. They Look. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Let's see. Whoever we gotta, we gotta have a bet to see who meets who. If you you gotta meet Liv Morgan before I meet Jamie Hayter. I don't wait, care. Wait, 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 wait. 
Wait a minute. Why you already get a first attempt? <laughs> what do you mean why I get a first attempt? That's like you we making a free throw contest and you oh my god you, that, you break the first one and then you hey I bet you <laughs> hey, <laughs> say this with a straight face. How does that work? How does that's like that's what I'm to, saying. Like, I feel like they come to Chicago a whole lot more because wrestling WWE go out now. You got a multiple chances, they go out to Indianapolis, they go out to Elkhart, <laughs> they go out to Chicago, they go out to Rosemont. So, What's your excuse? You live in a bitty, pretty busy city. They, if they ain't showing up in Phoenix, they ain't coming. If they ain't showing up in East Chicago or around here, then they don't break down the freeze. That's the difference. If it ain't around East Chicago, you ain't going. <laughs> if, if, if WWE don't come to Phoenix, I got no choice. The thing is, if I'm saying we got to look at it, East Chicago and Phoenix. Have you ever heard Roman Reigns on SmackDown go East Chicago? Damn it. They, 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 they do live shows out there. You got they I just named out like nine different cities that you that's a drive away from this man. You yours was 10 minutes away. Don't you realize I gotta drive at least a good 50 to an hour? And then you gotta times that by two because I still gotta come back home. I guess you don't love living more than because I would have done it. No, it's not even so why did you? So I did because my car broke down. The excuses, man. You could have ran. You could have got on. You could have got on your Forrest Gump. No, I was trying to push it, man. I was Corbin Blue, man. I was trying to push it, man. It ain't right. This okay, ain't you know right. What? I think we could go from there, there. I guess. Yeah, we good. We good. We good. We can go about this all day. But we're gonna make this quick. We just have a short little review of pretty much what went down throughout the week. It's time for the Heel Turn Weekly Review. Uh, we can start off with Raw. Pretty much, Sami Zayn walked up to Kevin Owens and was like, bro, we could do this together. We could take down the bloodline together, my bro. And Kevin Owens was like, you right, but that's exactly why we ain't going to do it. Because that's your problem and not mine, pretty much. So... <laughs> I mean, to sum it up, frankly, Kevin Owens is just like, hey, man, that's your problem now. The only reason why I helped you is, yeah? To sum it up, you were Sami Zayn, and your car was Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> you was all excited. Man, we're going to do this, man. Just you and me, car. We're going to get to this place, man. It's only 10 minutes away, and your car was just like, huh. Why don't you go ask your buddy Uber? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't funny. This is funny. <laughs> hurting my heart here. Oh, hey, man. making me sick. Last this is, man, this man's the only guy I say let's to heal. He's the only guy I know that say let's move on. But hold on, let me fire you real fast. Let me. I got one more. Devin always got one I more. Help I couldn't they, help it. That correlation was too good. Bodies in video games, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his problem. But, but yeah, yeah, that's I don't even want to hear. Tell tell us tell us how you feel about that. Tell us how you feel about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Well, you know, actually, I thought that was a perfect way to handle that because I would have thought they would have did the cliche like, you know what, you're right. We we tried this uh, separate, but now we're together. No, nah, Kevin Owens, I give him one thing: his character is consistent, and he don't forget stuff. If you did that man wrong in the past six to eight months, he will remember. <laughs> 
That is a great point. Kevin Owens, do not forget it. That's kind of what I kind of like about the character. Just Kevin Owens in general. I know a lot of people, a lot of people love to hate him. You could put me in there as well. Because like, because I, I love to see that man on TV and I don't care what he does. He's gonna, he's just gonna entertain me regardless. What's up, Justin Time? Hold up, Justin. How are you, man? I'm it's not if it's not really I'm not really that enthusiastic. If you just just rewind it if you want to understand. It's just I don't, I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> but long story short, yeah, no, I honestly agree that this was a perfect thing to do with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because look, they got a long, long history. They've been beating the crap out of each other for as long as me and Devin been alive, pretty much. So just with with the history like that. There's so much you guys have gone through just because you're at the, you know, the big, big time WWE. And even in WWE, they betrayed each other on numerous occasions. Twice this year, you know, it's just like at some point it has to come to, yeah, we're friends. Yeah, we'll help each other. But man, I ain't fighting your battles, man. We, we ain't kids no more. You know, it's just like if you give you getting beat up, you getting beat up. I ain't saving you. So <laughs> it is what it is. So that's how that's how I think it, it was pretty much going. And I think I think that was just a great lead up to how every, to how this storyline's going, and then that also draws us to pretty much Cody Rhodes and and uh, Paul Heyman. Cody Rhodes number one was having mic trouble, so I guess he wasn't mad at Paul Heyman as much as he was mad at a microphone. But it was just it was just yeah. What what, what did you what did you make of Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes' uh, encounter? I thought it was solid. I'm hoping that's the last one of that caliber because there's only so many times you could just do Cody and Paul. But I get it. You say Roman for, you know, the good stuff. You know, the the, the final touches. But uh, regardless of all that, I thought that segment was was good. I thought Paul Heyman gave off real, um, you know, real enemy vibes. Like, he was like, Roman's a married man, but I'm not. Like, that just sounded like some evil... Like, I don't know, some type of some type of character somewhere. When he said that um, I expected the romantic music to come out, I was like, whoa, what's happening here? But you're I ain't you're thinking none of that was stuff. I ain't know what he was talking about. I was like, buddy out here being creepy, man. Yeah, I was like Paul Heyman. Then he got the thing on his neck, so he's like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I see the way he was talking to Caleb Braxton a couple years ago. Look, man. Paul Heyman can be spicy when he wants to. He got that he got that spice soon. But spicy wise, man. But I mean, other than that, man, besides, <laughs> uh, it didn't come out the way I thought it was. So. Look, I was just gonna leave it. I was just gonna leave it as it is. I appreciate that. But look, man, even with everything that went on in throughout Raw, like I mean, even with you know Charlotte pretty much frying Dominic, you know, saying I got a real Latino, pretty much I got a real Latino man at home. That's pretty much. Let's let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. That's that's exactly what she said. Like, and Dominic. Pretty much, that was I, SmackDown, ain't it? That show was on SmackDown. I don't <laughs> see, man. I'm so heartbroken. Well, no, no, no. We'll see. We'll see. I, 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 Dominic gets on Raw mostly, so I can understand that. I was kind of like, why are you here anyway? Well, Dominic just killed every time he's on the every time he's on TV. The man just cracks me up because he's just because he's just like, man, you're gonna run when I was in prison. just like I, how I used to run my block. Like, bro, you grew up in San Diego, like you're 619, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I'm like, we seen you in multiple WWE events. 
your dad and your and his best friend had to fight over you. And you still ungrateful. Like, come I'm on. Still man. Oh, make no I will say he has made a huge improvement to some type of character work. If we talking about like this point to last year at this point. I kind of just want him to grow up here already. I see what you're saying. Like, it's cool that he could hide behind Rhea all the time, but I at least want him to be like, look, man, I ain't, you ain't for to play with me. You know, it's just like, I, we, I want a little it's gonna bit of that, It's going to take that one person, like a Ricochet or something. Now, why would, now why? Now why? Ricochet busy. Ricochet busy building his own self with a, with a monster among men. He got like, time for that too. Hey. Nah, he got time. He got time to build up a, a tag team division. He, he got time to try to revive a tag team division because this tag team division, it's just the Usos and then everybody else pretty much. But uh, Devin, you, anything that kind of stood out to you on Raw? That was pretty much it. I couldn't really think of nothing else huge. <laughs> Lita kind of still annoys me. You know, I don't. I can. I can really care less about what damage co- damage control is doing unless they wrestling. To be honest, I just care about the wrestling. Like at this point, no storylines right now was kind of sticking out for me at all. Uh, Justin comes in and says this Cody and Paul Heyman segment was probably the weakest segment of the build so far. Yeah, it was kind of weird. He said Heyman basically asked Cody if he's willing to make all the sacrifices to be a champion. Basically, Cody coming back to WWE. The place where you're on the roll 300 plus days says it all. And yeah, he talked about, he named all of Roman Reigns pretty much events that Roman Reigns have done. All the, like, pretty much he was just going off about how busy Roman is. It was just like, can you even handle that? Yeah. Oh, I thought you Oh, were... no, I was just, I was just, you know what? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it. But look, man. <laughs> Yeah, he just came up with the, are you even able to handle the responsibilities of just being champion, of being the, you know, just being the one? And that, that's a real question, because Roman's been a busy man. I'm just being happy over it, that's all. Like okay. This man was just depressed before we turned the cameras, before we turned the mics on. This man was just we like, well, we're living good. We're living good, man. You brought a Roman, he just... Well, you know. Well, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> This man kicking his feet. We can't even see it. He's he swinging his feet back and forth. He's just like, well, you know, it's just Roman, man. It's Roman. <laughs> this dude, man. Nah, but... Just give me a second, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Y'all should have seen how heavy this man was. If you, if you don't go, please go to YouTube. I, I don't know what the timestamp is. But, I mean, all in all, that was pretty much raw because pretty much we could care less about what's going on. Seth Rollins and Austin Theory, I mean, that's that is what it is. We're just waiting on John Cena to show up so Austin Theory can fry him and we can have this WrestleMania moment. That's my thoughts. My thoughts. But let's move on to pretty much SmackDown since I kind of already blew the lead on that one. <laughs> Charlotte just pretty much chewing out Dominic and saying that. Pretty much, she had a real Latina man at home. She ain't pretty... It's not that she ain't worried about Rhea at all, because it really don't sound like she's, like, freaked out about Rhea, but she knows Rhea's out for vengeance. She knows this isn't a, the Rhea that she fought back in WrestleMania. Devin, your thoughts on just how this whole thing is building up? It's going pretty slow, but... It is slow. 
I they still got a few more weeks. But uh yeah, it was just the whole the whole thing with Dominic. I mean, it was okay. It's just when I see him talk by himself, I'm like, yeah, that's enough. Like <laughs> I'm I guess I'm so used to like Finn Balor or somebody, you know, cutting in. But I don't that's like I said, it's an improvement from what he was doing last year, but it's still a lot that could be better. Which I mean, I guess that's good. I mean, that way he could still constantly have stuff to improve on. But that's all I can really pull from that. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can. I mean, even Rhea coming out, they going face to face, but pretty much Rhea not really doing anything. You know, not, nothing's really coming out of the whole thing. So yeah, it is taking a slow time. But right now, we just gotta pretty much wait and see for this whole thing. The I mean, the Shayna Baszler and Ronda match, not match, but Shayna Baszler going up against Natalia. We I could care less about. We could care less about all that. Cause not really much is happening. How'd you feel about? Cause I've seen a lot of people making a huge, uh, making a huge deal about this. How'd you feel about LA Knight after losing to Bray Wyatt comes out and loses to Kofi Kingston? Is That's not where I thought it was going. I thought maybe <clears throat> I thought LA Knight would win just to get some type of momentum back. But I mean, through the match. It didn't make him look like a pushover, but at the same time, you know, if somebody sees the result, they'll still go, he still lost, though. And, yeah, I don't, I don't, it, like I said, the way the match was put to, it was together, it wasn't like he was just getting, like, squashed or something, because, I mean, it did go a decent amount. It took a while for him to be put away, but still, to come away from that, I don't, I guess that's the way I don't be want people to feel with Bray Wyatt because I who knows how they're gonna come out of it afterwards. So it's like, what did you do after that? You know, how do you come out? I'm gonna go to WrestleMania. Well, you just lost to Bray Wyatt and got Uncle Howdy to try to land on you. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is just pretty much just knocking at Vince's door. Please, Vince, I need to go to WrestleMania events. I do anything to go to WrestleMania events. Ain't nobody, everybody can care less now. Like last year, it was a big deal. Oh, I got to go to WrestleMania. We got to, we got to fight 12 guys and their mom before you go to WrestleMania. Now, that was last year. Now, it just kind of seems like everybody's just, mm, well, it is what it is. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, I, I guess I'll have a, I guess I'll be on the match card. You know, it used to be a big deal last year. It was an insane deal last year. Now it's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there, but do I don't gotta wrestle, you know. <laughs> I don't gotta be there. But that's uh, just the, them focuses. Yeah, they can, it's, it's just they they don't it's like it don't matter. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is really top heavy. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean for two for two days too. It's like if you when you thinking about it, you know, we should have back to like that's what sometimes I'll be feeling like they should have like a that's hot. You know, money in the bank is probably gonna stay a pay-per-view to a premium live event the way it is, but it should be something else where you know, like we should be looking forward to like some type of intercontinental, you know, championship feud or United States championship feud and the tag teams, you know, should be doing a bit more. And I think that's what's that's why I'm like, there's so much emphasis really just on those two big titles that it's like everything else is kind of like, well, it's WrestleMania, so I guess you can be here, you know, instead of 
it's WrestleMania and you should be here. <laughs> right, yeah. Look, Mad Cat Moss could care less. As long as he's with Emma, man, that's his WrestleMania. Like, let's be honest. Like, he's just, he could care less. And you see how Walter was doing him. He could care less, man. He just wanted to go home and cuddle, man. <laughs> he said, I ain't. If this is what I got to see at WrestleMania, man, I'm cool being cuddled up, man. But look, but let's go, let's go into that because that leads to that's that's a WrestleMania thing. Drew McIntyre. He, he was given, he was given, he was given Walter. My bad. He was giving Gunter the look. The same look that I would have gave Jamie Hayter if I would have showed up, man. You should have seen Drake. Drew McIntyre was looking at him like, hey man, me and you at WrestleMania, we could do some magic, man. It's gonna be recorded too. Look, we can we can. We can, we can make money, money. Like what we're recording gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just like that's how it is. Just, <laughs> he just said we can, we can make some money off this, and I think they can. What do you? How do you feel about a Drew McIntyre Gunther match at WrestleMania? It'd be lit. I really would like it. If it's anything in the ballpark of Sheamus and Gunther, then I'm all for it. Matter of fact, I do you one even better. How about a triple threat? I can't see it happening right now because obviously Drew and Sheamus are buddies, but something to throw out there. But I'd be satisfied with just a Drew McIntyre and Luther match. I think a triple threat match would be cold. I think after Sheamus already. Yeah, I think after Sheamus already then got got the SmackDown put on him. And then and then right before that, having Roman pretty much beat the beat the Irish out of him. It was kind of after that, seeing all that, seeing that was kind of tough to see. I think Seamus need a little break. Just give it, just give it to Drew. Let Drew do all the work, and hopefully he loses. I do not want to see Drew win at all. And granted, I know he's coming off this Roman loss. I could care less. You're going up against Walter. Walter needs this. If Roman's gonna lose his title to anybody, I want it to be Walter. I don't want it to be Cody. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I kind of hope Cody gets choked out at WrestleMania. Maybe not choked out. Maybe speared. He just yeah, he don't gotta get choked out. But I don't I just I wanna see Walter take this. Don't be like Jim Ross. Like the travel chief rules again. But that's the thing. I hope, and this is going off topic right now. I hope this turns into a transition to where we have longer title reigns. So like Roman hits a thousand, Walter comes in, Gunther comes in, Gunther takes a title from Roman. Gunther goes on a year and a half. He doesn't have to go two, three years like Roman. Just split it in half, year and a half. Just make it feel like it was important. And be like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Bring in Braun Breaker. This is where Braun Breaker comes in. You know, we're going to just go on the list of people. And then that's, and then eventually when me and you start going to the weight room, then we slide in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, stuff like that. So. You hear that, Braun Breaker? I'm coming for you, man. Exactly. We're going to do that to him with the quickness. Yeah, you know. Uh, Justice says after coming off a lackluster feud, uh, LA Knight should have gotten the win. Totally agree. Triple threat for the IC title match. For the IC title. For the IC title. I'm reading this all wrong. A triple threat for the IC title. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther. And give the title to Sheamus by having him pin Drew so he can keep Gunther from looking strong. I mean, keep Gunther looking strong. I like yeah, that. I like, the, I like the way we thinking out here, man. No, nah, this is dope. We're like legit bookers. I mean, we, we could. We actually could run this whole thing. But we're going to get into that. We trust me. That, that's going to be next thing we talk about. But look, man, I agree 100%. I want Gunther to lose this title already just so they can, just so Gunther could be like, look, man, I don't want that Mickey little baby title, man. 
He was like, damn, tricks of the kids, man. Give me this, give me this universal type championship when we can get this started. Like, I just feel like, and then not only that, Imperium versus Bloodline, man. That's cold. What what bond is stronger? And with Jay already being all lopsided, man, you come on now. Like this week, that's magic right there. That's gold. Uh, Justin also steps in when they finally split the titles. Gunther should be the one to win the Universal Championship. 100% agree. 110% agree. Devin, is there anything else on SmackDown that kind of wowed you the most or anything that we forgot to mention? That was that was pretty much it. Yeah, I wasn't mean, wasn't really <laughs> much wasn't really much uh taking place. It was kind of boring to be honest with you. Wasn't really nothing of note. So let's just get right to the foolishness, Devin. Because you I already explained why I'm mad at the world. I already explained why the wrestling guys hate my life. I don't want to get into that again. So let's just get Small into some more, let's, let's just get into some more hatred news. Let's go over these awards. Devin. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn. I'm reading off just random wrestling awards. I'm not going to tell you where they're from, but obviously when I bring them up, you're going to know where they're from. The Luthes Wrestler of the Year Award was won by John Moxley. Outstanding Wrestler Award went to Will Ospreay. Can't really, can't really argue that. Tag Team of the Year, FTR. Best on interviews, MJF. Can't argue that. Promotion of the Year, All Elite Wrestling. Number two was Stardom. Number three was WWE for Promotion of the Year. Best Weekly Television Show, AEW Dynamite. Number two, SmackDown. Number three, Rampage. I think you're smoking an excessive amount of crack if you have Rampage. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, you, you are insane. You got to get checked out. Uh, match of the year, Okada versus Osprey, uh, obviously. Uh, what else are we missing? United States MVP, John Moxley. Come on now. Women's wrestler MVP, uh, Bianca Belair, was number two. Number three was obviously Jamie Hayden. You know, you got to put it top three. Feud of the year, FTR versus Mark and Jay Briscoe. Most improved was the acclaimed. Most charismatic, MJF. I'm just naming off these awards. The Brian Danielson Award. Devin, De- De- you guess who won that award? Um. Brian Danielson? No, I'm just kidding. Yes, uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson won the Brian Danielson Award. That was a hard. That was a hard one to say, right? That was a hard one, right? Right? Yeah, I know. It's just it's just hard to fathom. Most overrated, Ronda Rousey <laughs> at number three was Roman Reigns. Most underrated was uh, Kanosuke Takashita. Chad Gable was second, and Ricochet was third. But you know, you know, but you know, but you know, people gonna hate still. I don't see Lev Morgan up there, but, you know, it's cool. Uh, what else we got here? Rookie of the Year, Braun Breaker. Hook was number two. Logan Paul got some votes in, number three. Best non-wrestler, Paul Heyman, of course. Uh, worst television announcer. Devin, if you had to guess all around who was the worst television announcer, who do you think would have won this award? 
Excalibur. Corey Graves. What's wrong with Corey Graves? Number two was if Booker he, T. Well, if anything, it should have been what's his face? What's the guy? Uh, Kevin Patrick. Oh, I mean, Kevin I Patrick respect him. Kevin Patrick. I respect him, but shoot, he, if that's if you know what, I don't care what nobody say. Kevin Patrick is no, he needs to go somewhere. I only said Excalibur because he be sound like he about to pass out. Worst major wrestling show was the Royal Rumble. Wow, okay. Uh, best major wrestling show was Forbidden Door. Okay, okay. Most disgusting promotional tactic. This man appearing on television for a crowd pop after sexual misconduct allegations came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, I don't think that's really... I just think he did that just to be a, a weirdo. Somebody said they just threw their TV. Down. Oh, my God. Devin, what was voted the worst television show this year? In 2023, 2022, pretty much. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw won that award. Second place was NXT. Worst match of the year was Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. Can't really, can't really argue that. Can't really, <laughs> can't really argue that one. Worst, oh, did we call that a match? <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, worst feud of the year. The Miz versus Dexter Loomis. Definitely can't argue with that. Number two was, oh, 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 oh. Worst feud of the year. Number two, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. Wow, Liv Morgan finally getting a, a little spot here, Devin. Wow. But up. I mean, think about think about who, who brought her to. Think of what? Look, man. I'm just thinking. Her I'm just, and I'm anybody just, else. I'm just reading the facts. That's Ronda Rousey's fault right there. Look, I'm just I'm just you reading the facts, man. You she got over uh overrated. They got yeah, well. You know, I, I, I'll look at that in a minute. I should go back to that. The worst promotion of the year was WWE. Best booker and uh, promoter of the year went to Tony Khan. Wow. Best gimmick went to Sami Zayn. Worst gimmick was Maximum Male Models. I actually seen when they debuted, and man, that was awful. Man, I was there in person, physically. I see them do it, and it was awful, man. But yeah, those are... The Wrestling get, Observer Awards. What till they get Otis in the Otis? <laughs> They've been having me cracking up for weeks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, look. Maybe maybe I'm the audience for that crap. You know, what I mean, it's I, I don't just, know. <laughs> it's just it just can't take it, man. But, but what 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 is your thoughts on these on these awards? Well. You know, some of them can't argue, you know, obviously when they were like the worst few, you know, things like that. But um, the biggest one I got an issue with is that Rampage one where it was like the best uh, wrestling show. I mean, I I don't even remember the last time I actually was motivated to watch a Rampage. Now, we speaking 2021-ish. Yeah. You know, I watched a good two-hour Smackdown. All right. You know, some Rampage ain't going to hurt. But now... You can't even pay me to watch Rampage after SmackDown. There's nothing no. that's advertised that makes me want to stay up for that. Look, how did I got like 12 different questions on this list, man? Like, how did how did John Moxley beat Roman Reigns for wrestler of the year? That's yeah. something I want to understand. I guess uh, Roman's gotta start bleeding more. 
Tag team of the year. No, I can't really argue with that one. I guess I can't be. Promotion of the year. How is WWE third? Start. Have you seen a, a stardom show, Devin? I I've never even seen one promoted. So it's just. They could have at least been third place. <laughs> best, and I'm with you with that. Best weekly television show. I don't understand. I mean, Dynamite, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess. I don't, I 100% wholeheartedly disagree. But sure, some people are going to argue. But this is the fact that they be smacking oh, they will. in these boats. And it, that that just shows you how biased this whole thing is. And it's it's annoying to see. The United States slash Canada MVP. Devin, top three is John Moxley, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho. What has Chris Jericho done to be an MVP this year? Just put this up on TV. Literally has done absolutely <laughs> I mean, all he did was hold the Ring of Honor championship and beat a bunch of people for no reason, and nobody came out of it any better or worse. So, and now he's dragging Ricky Starks down. You, you want to see how they contradict themselves? I actually just missed this. Look at this. Listen to this. How are you wrestler of the year? How are you weekly must-see TV? But the MVP isn't in the top three in best box office draw. In pro wrestling, best box office draw, number one was Roman Reigns, number two, John Cena, number three, CM Punk. Where the hell is John Moxley at for you to even deserve this award? See what I'm saying? You know, because if you if you MVP, you must be drawing some money. You know, money must be coming in if you the MVP. Hey, LeBron, you can, you can hold the MVP. Y'all came in last place. Y'all absolutely sucked. But you know what, man? You just you just been goaded. You did. Matter of fact, you didn't suck. You were mediocre. Let's get let me put some respect on AEW name. You guys are mediocre. The guy, the guy that you be like, I don't care how many championships that John Moxley held last year, because he held like seven of them after the whole CM Punk incident. I don't care. I don't care what he's done throughout this, throughout what he did last year. Because all it was foolish. AEW, AEW was at the worst they could have ever been with the brawl for all. Me, me and Devin almost got into a fist fight over AEW because that's just how violent they are. They just fight over there. Welcome to the Salty's Platoon. How tough are you? That's that's AEW, man. When you walk in there, they they put on the most disgusting like PR. They had the most disgusting like pretty much PR. What's the word? Weak. I guess you could say. With the brawl for all, MJF. MJF said, screw this, I'm out of here. Give me a championship, and I'll come back. Otherwise, I'm getting the hell up out of here. And what did he do? He got the hell up out of there. We were fiending for that man. Because CM Punk was champion, and we were still fiending for MJF to come back. So, it's just, that's stupid. And CM Punk outdrew that. I don't I don't get it. How are you How are you all drawn? Roman Reigns, John, John Cena ain't even full-time anymore. I want you know, that's why I, I won't even, because apparently, you know, if I do get upset about this and if I say something, you know, it's going to say a whole lot more about me than anything. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you think I <laughs> You funny as hell. You funny as hell. Brian Danielson winning the Brian Danielson Award. That's going to happen forever now just because it's the best technical wrestler and this man will never not be the best technical wrestler. That's my opinion. You can fight me if you want to. I'm, I, I'm in the mood. I'm definitely in the mood right now. Most, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be so serious about it. But yeah, no. Uh, most underrated, most overrated. Ronda Rousey, most overrated, 100% agree. 
That's one, one award y'all got right. Having Roman having Roman at number three, you tweaking. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> like that's that's just straight facts. You're like, man, bath sauce is one hell of a drug. Is looking like man because this has been this this is this this is so jink, bro. Like I, we went we when we went over this last year. We went over some of these awards last year to show how biased these awards are. And it's stupid. It's so, Why the only people so that's familiar. the only people that's making this a huge deal are the people winning these awards. Look, <laughs> if anybody that follow AEW, oh John Mockley, four-time superstar of the year, he won this and won that. So congratulations to our leader and the guy that died on the cross for us, Tony Khan. If it wasn't for him, none of us would be here. Like, bro, give it up. Like, obviously, if you're in a partnership with a guy, Dave Meltzer, and I'm not saying it's a paid partnership. I'm just saying he's not Ariel Hawani. Ariel Hawani is unbiased, as Michael Cole said. You know, he's going to he's he's working around with everybody. It doesn't sound like that with Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer just wants to shit on it. Dave Meltzer just wants to crap on AEW, crap on WWE, talk about everything that's wrong with it. Everything that's going on in AEW, well, I mean, it's just... You know, it's just growing pains, you know. And Kenny Omega, well, he explained it to me when we were cuddling last night. And what he meant to say was, like, like, bro, give it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm done with my rant, but I told you it's gonna be y'all gonna be heated today. But Devin, uh, your final thoughts on the pretty much the awards. I don't know why you're not as hot as me. Cause thing is, it's not gonna change. And when you realize who's making these votes, you know, coming up with these results, that's when you look at it and go, you know what? Cool. <laughs> we'll let the actual dollar signs speak for themselves. Because it's crazy that WWE is such a horrible promotion, but, like, every time I look up, they got all these record-breaking, you know, gates and stuff doing better than they did last year. Ain't that what you're supposed chamber. to be? Yes. Isn't that what you're supposed to be doing better than what you did before? And it sounds like that's what WWE is doing. Now, I don't know if they're trying to gauge this based on WWE, like that first half of 2022 before, you know, they changed up some stuff. But even before then, I don't think it was that 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 terrible where it could be the worst promotion. I mean, you still got like NWA and stuff out there. Like, come on now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I ain't going to lose too much sleep. Cause I know what the I know what the truth is, and it's gonna say a whole lot more about me than anything. <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna exactly. let that one go. Exactly. Yeah. For those that don't know, I think I think we mentioned it on. Look, man, there was some <laughs> there was some lunatic, some uh, pretty much weirdo that just went on and on about pretty much. Well, I forgot what we had said on Twitter, but he said something about AEW, something, about AEW, something critical about AEW. And he was like, and the fact that you said that says a lot about you. What? It was one of them. It was one of them Young Bucks match. Yeah, it was a Young Bucks match that I just firmly disagree. It wasn't entertaining. I didn't really like it. And he went on to say that that says a lot about you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you're hurt so much. That's like, hey, hey, man, this food don't really taste all that good. You know? Oh, that says a lot more about you. Man, you the one made it. You the one that ex- exactly. <laughs> what are we even talking about here? See, this is you. You don't know what I. You don't know what I put into account. The PWI 500 list. That's something I actually keep putting into account too. The look, Roman Reigns number one. CM Punk was number two because Okada took. Oh no, Okada took number two. CM Punk number three. 
Hangman Page was on a decent run, so can't really be mad at him for being there. Bobby Lashley made Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Bobby Lashley was number five. I'm gonna say Big E. Big E was top ten. John Moxley was number twelve, man. And how are you winning wrestler of the year? Somebody explain that to me. Wrestling God, can you wrestling God? I know you're mad at me for having my car break down, but can you explain to me why John Moxley is just up there with you? Just because they just like that doesn't make any sense. But let's move on. I'm sorry. We didn't went on too long about this. The Heel Turn Podcast. Let's get into some let's get into something else that pisses me off. The Bella twins, man. Uh Nikki Bella was on the sessions with Renee Paquette. You already know what it used to be called. <laughs> but she says, uh, she goes on to say that Total Diva should have been praised the more. She said, what we were doing was insane. We were literally at a point of almost beating the Kardashians in the ratings. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm sorry, bro. I got to call Cap on that. I got to watch this show. How dare you? <laughs> That's Cap. That's Cap. I'm sorry. Total Divas. <laughs> Hold on. I'm total, total divas. He said, total divas. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Can you, does, does that sound right to you? <laughs> uh, you know how I, much I, the Kardashians bring in? Yeah, I just feel like they have a more, uh, I just feel like they're higher in the popularity than total divas was. Cause I mean, I just, I, I hear, and I say I personally hear, but I you see more engagements with the Kardashian show than I really ever saw with Total Divas. Not saying Total Divas was like not a success, but not of that of the Kardashians. I was saying, bro, that is the statement that I would not have made. Bro, I'm going. I'm looking at the look. Total Divas came out in 2013. The ratings was 1.3 million. The Kardashians oh, had 2.8 million that year. There's no way were, I can keep going year by year. There is no way. You they were on them. like longer than them too. That's the thing. Yeah, it was long. So that's why would you even think that you're up there with them? Look, you're bringing in 1.2 million viewers. You're not even touching two million. Look at that. Justin also comes in and says that uh, Meltzer does a terrible job hiding that he's more likely on the AEW payroll. He says the PWI 500 is a sham as well. I Look, I understand that part, but at least they're more realistic than Dave Meltzer, because God damn it, like, they, they, Dave Meltzer just makes it too obvious that he's just pretty much rubbing, just rubbing close on AEW, and it's annoying. Cut it out. Get some help. Devin, Okay, I'm sorry. I only went through one. I went through one sentence of Nikki Bella, and I had to just fact check her because she sounds stupid. <laughs> but she said we were shaking up the world. What a great time! We could have had the industry behind us, but instead they used it to turn it against us. As far as the boss, I felt like it was the first time he lost control of what could, what he could make and not make. Because when Bree and I won Diva of the Year, we got in trouble and got yelled at. Okay, I, this is gonna be this is gonna be a struggle for me to read without no commentary. We came back so happy, and it was like, oh, because you brought all these new viewers, and the women are voting for you, and all these women are here. Even around, even a, everyone around was on the floor. Like the Bella twins are getting yelled at for being successful because it wasn't 
what they wanted because they were storytellers. They push who they want. I'm sorry, this is stupid. They push who they want the crowd to be behind. Perception is reality. That is WWE to a T. Even though fans think they own it, no. They laugh in the back. No, we owned it. And at the end of the day, we have full control. So I truly believe the Total Divas was the first thing they couldn't control. Devin, as I lose brain cells trying to understand what the hell she was saying, do you think the Total Divas was going to be this blockbuster success? Which, I mean, it was successful. I watched it. I ain't going to lie to you. I watched it for a good year and a half. I was a fan. But to say that it's up there with the Kardashians, you, you're, you're, you're smoking bath salts. I'm sorry. I will say it was, to me, like a pretty good success. And I did watch it, you know, the first few seasons. But I fell off after a while because, I mean, it was kind of like they started bringing in new people. And it's yeah, new people sucked. Yeah, that's where I'm like, eh, you know, well, you what, engage, the, we saw like Rosa Mendez for a split second. And it's like, I don't care about you, to be honest, no disrespect, yeah. but you don't really wrestle. And when you do, you lose. <laughs> so. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's it, you can't really focus a show on something that if I watch you on if I watch you on the show that this is kind of based on and I don't care. Why would I care about it behind the scenes of it? You know, I'm not going to watch a behind-the-scenes making of of a movie that I don't like. I don't care how it was made. It's still trash. But um, uh, her comments, um, I don't really get because, I mean, I, I look, I get it. You know, WWE probably at that time probably was a weird place. But I just can't see, like, you getting, you know, yourself over in some way. And they're just like, man, what the heck is you doing? You know, don't ever do that again, you know, and I understand sometimes WWE wants pretty much what they want you to want. I see what she was saying with that. I just wouldn't align it perfectly with what she was trying to correlate it to with their situation. I mean, that's like them taking Daniel Bryan backstage. Like we want that, uh, but we want Batista and WrestleMania main event, not you. You know, who do you think you are getting yourself over with these? Like, you know, I can't see that type of conversation happening. Because if people who want something, they're going to pay for it, which means you're going to make money. I'm not going to sit up here and step on somebody's foot because they're making me money. I know. I, I 100%, bro, couldn't agree more with what you just said. So much that I'm going to add on to it. And and, and it's going to piss me off. So, look, be ready for this. Man. <laughs> look, you said she also says that, you know, they push who they want to push. That's WWE to a T. They said, oh, well, you won Divas Champion because, you know, we brought you all this success and we put you out and we did this and that and the other. And, you know, we put you on the spotlight and we got you there. Pretty much saying, yeah, we you won the award because we got you. We got you that award. You know, and saying that, you know, little shoulders, you know, little shoulder bump, elbow bump is what I meant to say. But, Devin, wasn't Nikki Bella Divas Champion for like a year? Yes. Wasn't Brimo this random huge success? Not because it was her, but because her. They, they even made it the entire documentary centered around her, Bella and Stephanie McMahon. I mean, yep. it's not like there's somebody that was like, you know, lost potential where it's like we could have did this, but they didn't let us do that. Or we could have did this, but they didn't want to do this. Like I don't, I don't know what else they want. Like they had to me, all the WWE all the famers. Like dude. that's 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 my biggest problem. How can you, even, 
they could care less. They would not have wrestled if John Laurinaitis didn't people power all in a and all in a Playboy magazine and see them to and gave them a phone call. You know, it's like they're from. I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is just me clowning. I'm not saying this because I don't know what their childhood was like. I'm not just, but they were born and raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. Devin, I work in Scottsdale, Arizona. I can't even. I can't breathe. You ever seen uh, SpongeBob where he gave Squid with the bill and it was like five dollars for breathing, two dollars for like, like that's exactly what Scottsdale, Arizona is. Like it's so expensive. Only rich people go there. I be in Walmart and people just, oh my god, oh my god, he still wears those. Those clothes are so two thousand nine. Like why isn't he? You don't have an Apple Watch on? Where's your AirPod at? Oh my ew, loser. Take them, take them, take them weak Jordans off. We wear air masses now, brother. Like, bro, like this, you mean to tell, like, that's just where they're from. I'm just clowning. You know, I'm not saying they lived a perfect life, but uh, they, they talk about how much they love wrestling, but yet you were so hyped about hearing Vader talk at an award ceremony. A deceased man, you know, at an award ceremony, trying to give it a, they, how WWE has done everything they can for them, and yet you still bitching. Like, come on now. And I, I don't mean to use that word. Not, not I, don't, I don't mean to use that towards women. I meant to say. And with me, the thing is, I'm not saying, like, they just did nothing for, like, the division. I would just say that people that came after them did a ton more for the division that they did. You know, when I look at, like, a Charlotte, a Sasha Banks, uh, Becky Lynch, you know, Bailey, you know, the, the poor horse women, I look at them. And I say they really trans, you know, send it the division to where it is and where it's going. I'm not saying that they I'm not saying like the Bellas or anything held it back. I just don't see, you know, they keep saying about how this movement, how they changed, you know, so many things and set so many things in motion where I almost feel like if I was to delete that and I go from like the Michelle McCool's, the Molinas, and I just transition to where we are now. I can kind of see it. I mean, it kind of flows into it because I felt like at that time those were great performers, but they just, I feel like they should be the ones complaining a bit more. They had, they, I feel like the Bellas had more for them than those women did. And I don't look, even hear them talk about it that much. Look, man, there's only one person with the exception of Brittany Brooks. And we love Brittany. We, Brittany was awesome. She was the only Bella fan that I have known that it was a women's wrestler. That was a Bella, that was a, you know, a, a Brie Bella, Nikki Bella fan. You know, we're not going to hear Bianca Belair. We're not going to hear Roxanne Perez. Nikki Bella paved the way for me. No. What did, what did they What did they do? Like, come on now. We got to, now for women, it's probably different. Nah, I could be, to, you know, be, be 100% all welcome to correct me if I'm wrong. But that, that's what I'm here to do, to speak my mind. And if I'm wrong, t- talk to me. You know, make me level-headed. But what slap I, me. Yes. Yeah, slap me. Call me a loser. Hit me with the wreck attack. Do something. But just just help me understand how are they role models? How are they this huge movement when I, I don't see it at all? It's hard for me to see because I don't think they've done anything but just be in the way. I, I did like Brie Moe for a split second. I ain't gonna lie. I was a Brie Moe fan. For it. If I'm more a Brie Bella fan than I am Nikki. See, that's the thing. Like I said, I... I'm not taking away anything from them. It's just what they kind of add to it is what I'll put it like that. 
I'm not gonna say like they was just a waste of time. Like they, you know, erased the whole Nikki Bella Divas Championship reign. I just feel the impact that they're saying that they made. I just don't think that's exactly the exact, you know, measurement of what they did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, and I'm still not a fan of it. But it's just a wait and see situation. That's also another thing. That's also wait and see. The Heel Turn Podcast. AEW's All Access Reality Show is set to premiere in March. Also, Adam Cole says that he's making his announcement. He will make his in-ring return the same night. Hey, the same. I'm glad you got that out your system. I'm glad you got that. That pain. Let me look, man. And um, tossing and turning. And all access reality show. What's that mean? That was Tony Khan's big announcement that I missed because he was AEW was a Phoenix. But you know, Tony Khan and Adam Cole pretty much made an announcement, said that they would air that following AEW Dynamite. It said Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, Young Bucks, Soraya, Wardlow, and Eddie Kingston will all appear on the show. Khan uh, says that we're always looking for new ways to engage with the fans and give them unique access to our incredible talent. With the new All Access series, they'll have a chance to peek behind the curtain into the lives of their favorite wrestlers like never before to show the human side of some of the larger-than-life figures and will give the fans a rare perspective about who these wrestlers are when the cameras typically aren't on. Devin, if you're just swinging on each other backstage, is it, is it really safe to start having cameras around? If you already got to hide the brawl for all evidence, you got to hide that Andrade smacking the taste out of Sammy's mouth, Eddie Kingston smacking the taste out of Sammy's mouth, Ty Conti probably smacked the taste out of his mouth a couple times. Like, you know, it's just like so so much stuff going on in AEW. Is it smart to be having cameras like that? But what do you, what, what do you just think about the all Lexus reality show as a whole? You know, man, I think it's a, actually, a, I think it's a great idea. And I, I can't wait to, you know, watch it. And, you know, I can't wait to get like this in-depth, in, in-depth. Like, I'm so excited I can't even talk. You know, to get to see like these wrestlers I watch on uh, Dynamite and sometimes Rampage, you know, and very like once or so often on like YouTube. Can't wait to see it, you know, like just to get that inside. Like, you know, I wish WWE would do something like that. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this, man. I was just playing. Ain't nobody caring about this. It's crazy that the most... Uh, concrete. I'm trying to think of the most opposite of transparent, the most least transparent type of place where anything happened. Well, I can't talk about it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, Sammy uh, and uh, you know, they fought back there. I don't know. <laughs> you think I want to see that? You know what I mean? You keep exactly. And then the thing is, he made it an announcement like it was gonna be like some signing. I'm thinking Ring of Honor finna get like a weekly television show. You know, no AW All Access. All right. You could have just said that on Twitter. Right, exactly. I don't really think it's a great idea because he could have he could have replaced that tweet that he made to Ariel Hawani and could have made that tweet about all access. That's what he could have did. Yeah, exactly. Well, he didn't get a chance to. <laughs> that was during the show. He didn't know that Ariel Hawani was out there. Still, yeah, that's my point. He had to say. I just don't like the fact that what do we know about reality TV? At, at the end of the day, it's scripted. You know, some of the stuff is real, 
but 90% of the time it's it's just usually it's mainly staged. Why I'm not gonna believe you. I'm not gonna believe it. I'm not gonna be. They gonna show you what they want you to see. Exactly. If that's what that's why we don't watch WWE biographies or documentaries anymore. You know they're gonna tell you, man. I remember when I, the Big Show talk. You got Paul White. I remember when I choked out Hulk Hogan with my bare hands. But then again, you know that that was how it was back in the day. You know that's how we got our respect from our people. And then two days later, Hulk Hogan. I ain't never had that. Never happened to me, brother. I don't know where this came from. And then we got so much about. And then you got Denise Alcedo talking about it. And about yeah, I was there. I seen it happen exactly word for word. Like it's it's hard to believe anything that's going on in some of this stuff. Uh, Justin says that all access is just going to be another thing AEW has that I don't watch. <laughs> That's facts, man. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt. I don't want to watch you, it. We already know why you watch it. It's, it's, it's... Well, she's not going to be in the first episode, so there ain't no reason. I'm going to just watch it till I see it. I'll just watch it till I see it. And <laughs> then I'll stop. I got no choice. I ain't, I ain't trying to watch Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara pretty much make out for an hour. I ain't trying to watch the Young Bucks make out for an hour. You know, it's just like, I don't want to watch all that foolishness, to be honest with you. So I'll peep into it from time to time, but I always know that it's a, probably a little bit... I, I'll keep my skepticism up, uh, about it. The Heel Turn Podcast. That's my final answer, and I'm saying it with just... You saying it with your chest? Yes. Your chest is correct. Final answer? Yes. Yes, sir! Wow! Wow! And I'm me. I'm me. Look, you got smoked last week. You got smoked by Justin with this book, man. Destroyed. And looking at it right now, Justin is still on. So man, look, Devin. Let me let me, let me get my LeBron. Uh, you know, Stan. You know that picture? He was going against the Celtics. Ah, yeah. Yeah, they, they you know they had smoked them for a second, and he was just like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Hey, look, please tune in to turn just turn into LeBron for a split second. Get your get your mind right. Cause let's be honest, I actually, actually, uh, am prepared this time. I actually got five questions out already. So. Let me see what we have heard. Devin, question number one. Matt and Jeff became wrestling fanatics after they watched WrestleMania 4. And as teenagers, they trained to wrestle on trampolines and soon promoted their own wrestling shows at arena high schools, outdoor fairs, and armories under the company name Omega. Matt and Jeff made their WWE debut in what year? 90, 1997? No, 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 no. Wait, hold on, 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 1994. 1994. Wow, actually than I thought it was. They were soon seen on Monday Night Raw against WWE's top talent. And in the late 90s is when they got their recognition 
but they debuted in 1994. It's Curveball. Look, look, I had more conviction about it this time, though. I wasn't like, <laughs> I don't know. I got you right here, man. This one you might get right, but you do know the man. He is six foot, 215 pounds from Raleigh, North Carolina. Signature move, Shining Wizard. Title history, Cruiserweight Champion, World Tag Team Champion, European Champion, and Hardcore Champion. In 2006, J huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You got, you got the answer? No, no, no. Give me, give me everything, man. Oh, okay, man. In January 2006, <laughs> he jumped to SmackDown and immediately captured the cruiserweight championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was uh this was uh Gregory Helms, a uh, former the hurricane. Final answer? Yes, sir. Justin got it too. I sorry yeah, I had to give him see. some props too. But yeah, that's correct. Oh no, that's all good. And, oh he says I never would have gotten that. Oh the Hardy Boys went, oh look, man. It's all in the big book, man. Look, we're one and one and two. One one for two going on here. Let me see. Oh, it was on the same. I had it on the same page. Devin. The first mainstream I quit match was pitted against who in this WrestleMania match? This is taking place at WrestleMania. I'm gonna give you the exact WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 15. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not 15. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Go ahead. Now here, you can either get it. You can either get it right if you either give me the match or you can give me the correct WrestleMania. Okay. What was the first I Quit match? You you don't even gotta give me. You just give me one or the other. Oh, 13. Wait, no, that was a submission. Match. I quit match. You said, you, you said, said it was at WrestleMania? You said it was at WrestleMania? It was at WrestleMania. The first 13? mainstream I quit match. You can either give me the contestants, you can give me the match, or you could give me the WrestleMania number. Oh, Justin ain't saying nothing. Right I'm literally right. giving you like three different. Nah, nah, Justin's this has gone <laughs> anything so far. <laughs> I, give, oh, I gave this man uh, like three different like side quests to the answer. Say it one more time. I don't mean it like that. Just, just, just. the first mainstream I quit match in WWE history pitted against who and who at this WrestleMania. I only ask you this question because you're the WrestleMania, pretty much the WrestleMania goat when it comes to all this. So I gotta throw hard, I gotta throw some hard balls at you sometimes. If you had to go to your memory and think of any, I quit back deep in your memory. Cause it wasn't no JBL, John Cena Judgment Day. It was. So I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about that Royal Rumble match. Uh. Almost 13, 13, 13 uh, I can't even talk right. 13. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just throw out there WrestleMania 13. 
Final answer? Yes. You were close. WrestleMania 11. Does it ring a bell at all? Not yet? It's not. Hey, I'm going to read the sentence off. The first mainstream I quit match in WWE history pitted Bret the Hitman Hart taking on Bob Backlund at WrestleMania 11. Oh, look at that. Just in time. Well, you know what? You know what? Slips in the last second before I can even get the sentence out. Slips in the You know what? You know what? WrestleMania 11, man, look. Look, that was 1995. Dang. Hey, man. That's all I got to say. I was over here giving this man... I was tossing up for the man sometimes. Sometimes I just gotta no Devin. No. Put that ball down, bro. Ball in my court. Let's see what we have her. All I know is I ain't pump faking. I ain't just, pump faking. Either we miss or we we, we go in, and we, we won't take this shot. You know, we ain't finna be like, you know, we, we ain't doing all that, you know. This I hope nobody takes that. This is gonna be racist. <laughs> I think that's a, that's just probably soil one of the answers right there. This wrestler was 5'9", 206 pounds from Austell, Georgia. Signature move, corkscrew, 450 splash. In August 2006, this newcomer appeared on SmackDown and showed he's not the one to ask where to find good Chinese food. That, that's right there. Bro, there's so many hits. That's just got. Then you got me answering this. You say 2006. Yeah, here. I'm gonna read this slowly because you are tweaking. If you get this wrong, this man, five nine, two hundred and six pounds from Austell, Georgia. Corkscrew 450 splash is his move. No title history as of this book being made in August 2006. This newcomer appeared on SmackDown and showed that he's not the one to ask where to find good Chinese food. My mind, you know, my brain doesn't really remember this this tasteful moment. Um, I'm gonna see the actually because I think he actually did win a title. I know he's fought for it a couple times. Nope, never won a WWE title. Wow, shock. Um, dang, I really, uh, I remember stuff like this, man. <laughs> uh, 2006, right? Okay. 2006. Um, this is a tough one. I, and I said I wasn't going to pump fake, but shoot, I don't I can't even, I can't get a sky hook, none of that stuff. I just. I can't get a sky hook, he says. Cause then he gonna have me looking bad out here if I just throw somebody out there and just. Uh, oh, he was trying to be like a cowboy though. I was. Where you get these? You know what? Am I even gonna put this on you? I just. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just reading it from the book, man. This, this you ever seen? All these the parents, this is the rules, man. I'm just reading the, out rules, the rules, man. man. It's the bull job. That's what it is. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't hate you, but I have a strong dislike for you at this current moment. Man, I am sleeping. Uh, 
I just and that's hey, I see I just don't remember nothing like this right now. Like <laughs> maybe my brain was just perfect. Like it just filters out some stuff like that. And I just remember like the great stuff, like Ray Mysterio getting his head, you know, smashed and all that. So is this no answer is what I'm hearing? Uh this yeah, um, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. All right, the answer, Jimmy. Wait, was it Jimmy Wang Yang? It was Jimmy Wang Yang. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. But see, you see, look up. Uh, you know what? Let me calm down. See, the reason why I didn't think that, because I kept thinking about that gimmick. The last gimmick I saw that man had, it was like some cowboy gimmick. He came out like with a... With a, like a tank shop tank top shirt on with some jeans with a cowboy hat on. That's what I remember. Oh, Justin got it wrong as well. It's both one and three. Okay, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is directly from the book. The book. I was gonna say Jimmy Wayne. Oh well. Here, this should be an oh. easy one. This should be an easy one. This woman has never been afraid to show off her assets. <laughs> After debuting in ECW in June 2006, the beautiful lady gained instant popularity with her expose segments. Unfortunately, her then boyfriend, Mike Knox, failed to see the fun and interrupted her. Is this Kelly Kelly? Final answer? Yes. It is Kelly Kelly. I, I actually do remember that for some reason. Oh, no, I know you remember it. It's cool. As soon as I said the assets, you already do. He trying to make me look bad in front of the wrestling guys. Like, you listening to him? In front of the wrestling guys. Y'all listening to him? Punish him, not me. Oh, they've been, they've been treating me pretty good, especially last year. Hopefully, we can continue that. They was like, you got Roman as champion? Look at that. you a little more. I was like, sure, you ain't say nothing but a word, dog. I dapped him up. I was like, hey, thank you. Should I even give you this? I feel like this is this is this is bad. Hit me with your best shot. All right, here it right goes. Away. Here it goes. This man, 6'5, 262 pounds. Shout out to Justin. He got it right as well. Let's kick off. Well, I already gave out the answer. Now I gotta switch over. It's your fault, Justin. I said the man's name. I said Lance Cade. Say that. No, me, I would have been like, oh, Lance Thorpe? See, I knew I should have put out an extra. I knew I should have had an extra question uh, reserve. Chupalumbo? Chupalumbo? I'm I, need my, I, I need another Chupalumbo moment this year, man. Hmm. Here we go. They used to crack me up when they would come out. They had like that R and B sounded song. Yeah. Here, I'm about to I'm about to end this right here. I'm about to end this right here. I'm about to end this man's whole career. They lie, they cheat, they steal. Despite their immoral qualities, Los Guerreros was one of the most, the most tag, popular tag teams of their time. Eddie started teaming with his nephew Chavo during the summer. Two thousand. Tree. No, when? no, no, why the other? Huh? When? Uh, uh, two, 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 ah, what am I stuttering? 2003. 
Final answer? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. You might yes, don't hurt yourself. Final answer, final answer. Final answer? Final answer. Yes, sir. 2002. 2002. Devin, you are two of five today. What are you? What is going on? Look, 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 look. I was close though. You know, I mean, 2003, 2002. I mean, I mean, I mean. Justin, I got it wrong. You said 2004. Both you guys. Two of five. Look, look, Devin, to add this up, look, to add up this man's already, he went 0 for 3 last week, had to give him two questions, went 2 of 5. This man has been 4 of 10 this past week, this past couple weeks. 4 of 10. That's a, I don't know about y'all, but that's, that's 40%, you know. You know, it's kind of a failure if you, you know, go if you're in a classroom. Kind of a failure. See, man, it's all good, You know what else was a failure? BC and JBA are on Tuesday, bro. What could you said I do differently, man? What could I'm I do? <laughs> you're so funny, yeah. Devin. This man. I he don't want- do his morning checkups on his car, man. His car probably was telling him, like, hey, man, I know we're trying to see Jamie, but, like, I really need you to uh, check this out. And he was like, shut up, car. You going to see Jamie 80? I went probably slammed your door. I went door dashing before then. I think that was the problem. I was door dashing. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Before I leave, let me make some money. Let me make some extra few bucks. Because, you know, I ain't, I ain't finna go over there with no steak breath. So let me buy the top of the line gum. Instead of just brushing his teeth, but okay. I mean, no, I, I brushed my teeth three times before I left the house. I brushed my teeth three times. Not only did I brush my teeth three times, I flossed. I, I got the mouthwash. Man, bro, oh, okay. I even went to the dentist before. I was like, hey, man, look, hook me up, man. Because I'm going to be Jamie Hater. I couldn't even tell them what I was They was like, so what do you got planned today? I'm going to turn it out. Over here, got the, got the, <laughs> they got the, the lady wasn't even giving me the little saliva thing. I'm going to be Jamie Hater. <laughs> We've been getting married forever. Like I'm telling you, bro. Forever. Forever. But look, man, I already know. Because if I would have seen her, I would have just straight up. First off, let me tell you. Not only would I have went crazy. Not only was I going to waste this speech. Because I had a speech. But since it's not being said to her. I'm going to say it right here. Look. Look, Jamie. You missed me. You miss me, and you know I miss you. Look, let's not miss each other again. Let's let's do this the right way. Look, man, I'm gonna hit you with the flowers. I ain't look, man. Whatever Adam Cole be doing with Burt Baker, screw that. Let me be your baby, man. Cause look, they call me Buzz Lightyear. Cause I take you to infinity and beyond, girl. Look, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yo. And I keep you hot. Phoenix, Phoenix is hot because I'm here. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just hot because, you know, the weather, you know, the temperature. No, it was me. I'm sorry. You want me to leave? I leave. But you got to leave with me. Look, Jamie, let's get married. Let's have these 3.5 babies. Let's take on the world, man. Let me be your manager. Just let me be your Stokely Hathaway, girl. Let me be your Stokely. Yeah, you like that? 
Yeah, let's dance out. Hey, and then we would have started dancing because it, it was at the bookstore. I would have, I would have hit her with that. Well, you want me to get up? You want me to? Can you hear this music, or am I just dancing to myself? You know what? It's crazy. Like I hear it, but it's like you just hear like the drum in a way, but like I can't really. <laughs> it's like watching an old man dance to a little boxes. Do I got a little? Do I got a little? <laughs> you can kind of, you know what? I'll be honest with you, I don't, don't think it really here. Here, uh, this is the Hill Turn Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Uh, but Devin, is there anything you want to say when save this show <laughs> from what I, from what was just happening? I will uh, try my best. Um. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, wrestling gods, um, I was not in any uh, relation to what you just priorly witnessed. You know, I mean, look, as I always say, is my uh, my my disclaimer. I never, you know, I won't I won't condemn, but I also won't condone. So I mean, there's a little gray area in there, and once you find that spot, then you see what I'm saying. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know. It's, 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 it's one of those it's one of them days you know it's one of them days and you know on the trivias you know i've been kind of missing and stuff but it's all good because it's not about how you start it's about how you finish that thing you know just because like you know january february march april heck even may they can be horrible but if you could turn around at that yeah okay who cares but um you know i like to send my apologies you know my deepest uh Condolences to Isaiah's shattered dreams. No gold dust. But um, you know, I tell him, I tell him like every day. You know, I don't know why he just won't listen. And you know, I, at some point, I get kind of tired. You know, trying to like tell him, you know, what I know can help him. I keep telling him like it's gonna be another day. It's gonna be another time. But you gotta be prepared for that moment. You know, it's you know you can't receive nothing if your hand ain't open for it. You know, if I hand you a gift card. And you gonna have your hand open for it. I can't give it to you. You know, if Jamie Hader gonna be in town another time, if you ain't prepared, you know, if you ain't doing no monthly, you know, uh, car checkups and <laughs> and you know things of that matter, then you know you just some things just ain't gonna happen. But that's life, you know, because once the, the next time come, he'll know. You know, you know, we got this little bet going on. You know, if he, he see uh he you know he get his second attempt at seeing Jamie Hader before I see Liv Morgan one day, hey, you know, watch me. <laughs> get it? You know what I'm saying? Watch me. But uh yeah, that's all I got to say, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that uh the advice that I have uh gave Isaiah's, you know, can help anybody else that's listening. You know, just because you know you probably got out on the bed on the wrong side today, don't mean you can't do it tomorrow. You know, just because your car didn't start today don't mean it won't start next week. You know, I mean, obviously, after you get it fixed. But, yeah, that's all I got to say, ladies and gentlemen. It's been uh, Devin Glee Crimes giving you your optimism and your weekly dose of hope. And that's all I got to say. Tried my best. There was a lot of damage done by my (laughs) (laughs) co-host. I don't even know what to say after this. Uh, Isaiah Jackson Jr., I hand it back over to you. I can't stand.
As always, you can like us, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Check out Justice Podcast because Justin is amazing. Justice straight awesome, man. He said much love to you guys, man. Much love to you always, man. You're hilarious. You're awesome. I will hey, man, eventually keep recover. you on my toes. I'll eventually recover. Uh, obviously, you know, there won't be any wedding invitations going out there just yet. You guys have to wait a little bit for that. So uh just hey. hey, if we do, can we do like uh Teddy Long and what's her name did on SmackDown when it was on UPN? I get yo, up. yo, yo. If me and Jamie ever get married, I'm 100 percent positive. I'm gonna be Teddy Long. I'm 100 percent positive. Because I won't be, I won't be, I won't believe it. I won't believe it. I'm gonna be hey, sitting man. there and uh and uh who usually does the weddings? Who usually does the weddings? We need a we need a guy. Booker T. We'll have Booker T go out there and do it. Booker T look like you know how to do a wedding. He's gonna be like, is there anybody that don't want these two suckers to be married? I'll be like, I'm gonna look around. It's gonna be silent. I'm gonna look, touch the heart, touch the chest. I know, I know who I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Bray Wyatt to do your wedding. You're gonna get Bray Wyatt to do my wedding. The lights gonna go off. It's turn on. It's gonna be like John Cena with his face is all bleeding. He gonna be like under the bride's dress. You gonna have that lights out wedding. Mountain Dew lights out wedding. Sponsored by Mountain Dew. (laughs) Sponsored by Mountain Dew and Walking Dead. As I'm getting splattered on by water, zombies are eating me. I'm just like, just <laughs> it'd be something you've never seen before. Look, see, all in all, thank you, thank you so much for listening. We will recover after our heartbreak. Well, mainly my heartbreak. I think we've been on here for a good hour plus. I think this has been an hour and a half. This is an hour and a half show. We obviously got to do better with time management, but there was a lot going on. We had too much fun, and as always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.